Welcome to the New Reality Show, where you can call in live for laser coaching and engage in Q&A with doctors Art Emrich and Christina Winsey. Discover how to master the power of your mind, body, and spiritual energies. Get empowered to create your new reality for more happiness, well-being, and success. Well, hello, Dr. Art. Hello, Dr. Chris. How are you this week? I think it's going to be a good week here. It's got possibilities. <laughs> I think so, too. I think so, too. Welcome to our audience. We're so happy you've joined us. And if you're watching the replay, we're happy you're watching the replay. So um, you are watching New Reality Solutions. And uh, we started this show because we wanted to help a lot more people than just the one-on-one in our offices and we uh, were really staggered by the amount of anxiety, stress, and fear going on in society as everyone has been going through uh, for the past few years. So we all know what that's about, and, um, and people need solutions. So we thought, well, let's create a solution show where we can provide some uh, quick tips, some great tips, some authors with tips, and lots of free information to help people with anxiety, stress, and all kinds of things. And uh, Dr. Art, what do you want to say about the show? Well, I think a labor, a labor of love that we, uh, we hope that, uh, that our sponsors and, and subscribers will help us defray the cost. You can sign up for as little as 75 cents per program, $2.99 a month, and on up to uh, Unlimited. Uh, and uh, we'd really appreciate your help. We we want to continue doing this. We've been this is uh, starting into our second year now. Yes, and, uh, we're really committed to continuing because we've learned that there are some fabulous guests out there. We have one tonight, for example, that uh, can bring you um, some very fascinating uh, information you probably wouldn't find anywhere else. And plus, Dr. Chris and I have many years of uh, of uh, work with individual clients that we can bring into uh, to the conversation uh, too. And we'd love to have you bring in your experience to the conversation just by calling in and letting us know you're there and that you uh, you have a, a, an agreement or a disagreement to register or a question uh, for us or our guests. Anything, we just love to have you participate. It would be a lot of fun for us, too. Absolutely. And if you would like to call in, uh, we have a fascinating guest, as usual, and we're very excited about it. Um, uh, we are welcoming near-death experiencer Julianne Delcano Milstead Kennard. That's quite a name. And I'll yeah. be reading her bio in a little bit after Dr. Art's tip. But I just wanted to give you the phone number to call in. And that is in the United States, you can call toll-free 1-888-627-6008. In the, and if you're outside the U.S., you can dial direct 1-323-744-4831. And why would you call in? Well, you can get some laser coaching on the show. You can ask our guest a question, um, or you can just make a comment, as Dr. Art said. Uh, whether you agree or disagree, we're happy to have you. And nobody's going to know who you are because you'll just be a voice. So you can pretend to be somebody else. <laughs> so um, very, very excited uh, about this upcoming guest. Just a little brief uh, teaser for you uh, before we do Dr. Art's tip. And we don't have a graphic for Dr. Art's tip tonight, but he's very good at explaining it. And we will have a handout, as usual, that you can email us to get. And so, um, but Juliana teaches love, compassion, and unconditional inner freedom and the law of attraction. And uh, what I'm so fascinated with is what happened to her as a result of the near-death experience, but what she's overcome in her life too. Uh, 
So you, you really want to stand by for that because she uh, is the author of Holality, The Missing Link in Love, and it's going to be pretty fascinating. So with that, um, uh, yeah, it's time for the tip of the week. One of my favorite times of the week. Me too. I can't wait to hear what I'm going to say here. So <laughs> um, I, I changed uh, from the one I, I was thinking about doing because I, I uh, downloaded a clip uh, from YouTube and I just like to describe it. Um, it this woman, um, psychologist, I believe, uh, said that um, they found out that fear manifesting what it does in the body through biochemicals and doing things with our heart rate and our muscles and everything um, is exactly the same as what registers as excitement in our body. So the body doesn't know the difference between fear and excitement. It's the same set of responses at all. So um, she said what we need to be able to do is to um, reframe uh, what it is we're experiencing uh, because we attach a lot of meaning to the word uh, fear. I'm afraid. I'm frightened. You know, that means something to us. And uh, when we're experiencing these physical sensations in our body and we label them as fear, the body says, oh, okay, I'm fearful. I'm afraid. Uh, but we could, if you followed her instructions, she said, anytime you feel fear, the first thing you need to do is just count backwards from five, just to calm yourself, give yourself a window to work in. So you just say five, four, three, two, one. And then you label, I am excited about whatever it is. And so I'm excited that I'm getting ready to speak to 4,000 people in an auditorium. And you may have been terrified before. Your body <laughs> is experiencing something, but you can say, this is not fear. This is excitement. I am so excited. I'm going to go and meet my boss and ask for a raise. Or I'm going to meet my sweetheart and ask her to marry me. Or um, wh whatever it is that might cause you some fear reaction. You five, four, three, two, one, stop, relabel, and then move ahead in an exciting uh, environment instead of a fearful environment. I think that would just really help a whole lot of us. We, she said, you don't ever have to experience fear again in your life. Hmm. Relabel it as excitement. Your body will accept that. It's coming from the boss, coming from you. But it doesn't, it knows what it's feeling, but it doesn't know when you call it what something is, then it can get involved and support that. So awesome. you label your fear to excitement. That's awesome. The key. I love that. I love Isn't that. Me? Yeah. Now, I do you have a handout? I sent you the link. It's a, it's a video. <laughs> and so what I'm going to have to do is make notes. I'm going to go listen to the video again make some notes and give her credit, of course, and everything. And then I'll send you a handout that we'll have available. All right. That sounds good. The other right. option is when people email, I can just send them the link too. So excellent. It, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that less be work. Good. That'd be even better because. <laughs> right from it, her mouth. <laughs> hearing it right from her mouth. That would be way better. Yeah. Awesome. Well, great, Dr. Art. Thank you. As usual, your tips are always so amazing. And uh, we really appreciate you. Oh, thank you. I enjoy yes. doing that. Well, now it's time to introduce our guest. And as I said, we're very excited. This is an amazing woman who's been through quite a bit mm -hmm. and um, to say the least, and is really going to, I think, give you some amazing information that will help you change your life right here from this show. So let's get started. Um, in 2014, I died. It was a metaphysical experience that completely changed everything in my life, including being homeless at the time, eradicating all my mental health diagnoses, and an incurable heart condition. The flow of this oneness or wholeness experience was like a crack in the universe where I experienced what's behind the veil of life and death, which held me through the death of my teenage daughter 
and the loss of my son in a custody battle. I also found that I could see energy and could almost magnetically and magically via this resonance created, uh, create, uh, by this resonance, create what's in my mind out of physical life. This is what took me out of being homeless. Now I am an author and an international speaker, run an accredited training company, and our resources have reached an estimated 1 million people. But the reason I do what I do is to help people who are suffering to let them know that they are not alone. They have an amazing freaking power within them. I love that. That can heal anything that's happened to them. And I can, I connect people with a deep intuitive expansion that broadens their bandwidth of perception into new realms of beingness. Welcome, Juliana Delcano Kennard. Hello. And here she is. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Wow. We're, we're really excited to have you on. Um, you know, after you had emailed us with your information, actually, I think we got it from BBS. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, so, wow. Uh, so I'm really fascinated about the near-death experience and returning with full recollection of what happened. Um, would you talk more about how that happened? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. So in, I had a very gritty, gritty experience um, prior to 2014. There was a lot of exterior circumstances. I was raped. I was in domestic violence. Um, I had lost my fiance just a few months before we were to get married. And and I felt like life was coming at me. And I was kind of handed these diagnoses, you know, at risk for this, at risk for that, specific to the external life experience. So I collected those and carried those with me. And in just a few, about a year before 2014, 2013, I was diagnosed with hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which is an enlarged heart. And I was told by my doctor, she called me at home on her own and said, don't do this. Don't get into any exciting or uh, fearful, as you were saying, Dr. Art, um, you know, experiences, no sudden, sudden excitement, don't exercise. And so I kind of felt like I'm worthless. Mm-hmm. I am no use. And so it's interesting how my exterior began to match my interior. And I found myself downsizing. My, my daughters and I raised my little boy, Seth, um, until he was eight years old. But then they were 10 and 12 years older than him. So they went to college. And I remember feeling very alone. Um, I downsized. And then finally, I rented a room from somebody off of Craigslist And it wasn't a very good place for me to be. We escaped out of a window and I got a tent site and there we are. We're Mm -hmm. in a tent site and the state found out. So the state knew of my diagnoses, my, you know, incurable heart condition. And they came and they took my son. Um, (laughs) They came and took him. And I remember I couldn't move. I, my body would not. It's like I went into this deep contraction after they left, after I gave them one last hug and I fell to the ground on the trees. And I remember asking God, why are you doing this to me? And I heard this voice and it said, stop resisting what is. And then I fell into Like the world that I knew, this physical reality, this physical world disappeared and arose this cosmos. Like I fell into the cosmos as the cosmos. And I remember this overwhelming feeling of bliss and comfort. And, And everything began to make sense. Why the things that seemingly happened to me happened. 
why I had this incurable heart condition, why they took my son. And what I noticed is this beautiful black, like black, blue infinity. There was no beginning and no end and every bit of information that ever was and ever will be in its potential was right there. I call that a knowing without knowing how, you know, (laughs) I can't explain it. I can't explain it. But in there, it was just so comfortable. And this oneness, this, this, this omnipresent oneness, oneness was all the information that ever was and ever will be, but it had no experience. And in order for there to be experience, it began to move and polarize into these seemingly separate extensions And I call that the, they that are me and I that are them. I I can't, I can't, I'm making up these words because I can't describe it, but it was like these unique familiarities of this oneness extending out to experience the dynamics of opposites, to experience the dynamics of polarities, these souls birthing into humans. 7.8 billion unique humans. And I, with this zoomed out perspective, I saw life differently. I call it not who I really am. It's all that we are. We are these amazing biochemical electromagnetic plasma-like beings birthing from these plasma-like waves into form given the gift of experience, given the gift of human life, the life that I feared, the life that I tried to push away. It's like these fingers on my hand. This is the oneness expressing it. There's no experience until there's polarities and movement. It just can't be. I, I don't know how long I was laying there, but I came back to this physical reality. And I saw life differently. I saw energy around everything. And I, (laughs) my fear was, if I tell anybody about this, they're never going to give my son back. Mm -hmm. So I kept quiet. I proceeded to see opportunity, Dr. Christina and Dr. Art, see opportunity where I believe there wasn't. Everything that it's in existence is is in existence right here, right now. And we just see part of it. But with a zoomed out perspective, any circumstance, any circumstance, there's the answer. I promise you, it's there. So I went to court and um, I was very excited about life and I tried to calm down and I waved to the opposing party. And I waved to the judge because I was very excited to be there. I was different. I felt healthy. I felt alive. I felt whole. And I saw wholeness in love, <clears throat> even in the people that were trying to take my son. I, I, I felt compassion for those that seemingly hurt me because I know that that behavior, that physical abuse, the, the sexual abuse, that was coming, stemming from a pain that's deep down inside of them, a a walking hell. And I would never want to be in that place. And so I understand, I understand what it's like to feel such a contraction inside and live from that space. So in the middle of court, um, I think it was a, it was a trial the the judge had to recess it because I got a call that my daughter was in a physical or a, a fatal car accident. She's a beautiful 18 year old cheerleader mm. from Linden, Washington, Sophia. Amazing. And she was on her way with all of these beautiful friends and the car veered off the road. Her window was down and she hit her head and it was instant. And so because of that, the judge ordered a recess so I could go bury my daughter. And I remember instantly 
when I heard that I screamed, but then I realized she's okay. She's okay because she, (laughs) she is where I just left. I know where she is. And so I went and I signed all these papers to go see her physical body. And I signed these papers because the, the coroner, the, the people that were preparing to bury her said that it needs to be a closed casket. Nobody should view her. And if you come and view her, you could potentially sue us. And nobody was going to keep me from seeing my daughter. So I went in and I saw her and it was the most exquisite, beautiful experience. She was glowing. <laughs> and I felt her presence. And so she and I decided, non-physically and physically, hand in hand, that I needed to share this. I needed to figure out words, wrap words around this, and share this with anybody and everybody who's hurting, because I know what that's like. Anybody who feels lost, alone, and can't seem to do life right. And so there were 2,000 people at her memorial um, because it went viral. Uh, Thomas Rhett, a country singer, announced her name and, and her accident, and it went viral. So many people showed up to her memorial, and I, that was my first audience. I wanted to let them know that they're okay. They're okay because Sophia is okay. And that they're these beautiful not just biochemical, but electromagnetic plasma-like beings. We only focus on the, on the biochemical part. And not to fear the polarities, the opposites that are necessary for this gift of this human experience. And not to fear the, as vibrations, we ebb and flow. We contract and expand. It's, it's, there's a wholeness in that, just like the waves moving out and coming back, spring, summer, winter, fall, the inchworm that has to contract and expand. Life is movement. Life is ebb and flow. Life is opposites. Life is polarities. We are given this gift of life. We are love having a human experience and we're not here very long but this is what we want to do. This is why we're here. And yeah, so I I stayed within this expansive state for a good two years. And um, I moved to, I found this amazing job on this ranch in in California, working with horses. Then I decided I'm going to move to Hawaii. It was that knowing without knowing how, you know, I just decided I came here with my cowboy boots, my cowboy hat, not knowing anybody. And I haven't left. And I left to go see my daughter and then come back, my older daughter. But the interesting thing happened in when I was here, I had to set up a, a doctor for girl issues and they requested my medical file and it comes across from Seattle all the way to Hawaii and they take one look at it and they just said you need to go in and see a psychiatrist you have all these diagnoses and you have a heart condition and I tried to talk them into it and tell tell them that I'm okay and so they sent me I said okay fine so they sent me to go see um, a psychiatrist and the first meeting they asked, she asked, have you ever thought about being on this side of the chair or this side of the desk? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. And then, um, and then they sent me to the cardiac floor, 48 hours of tests. The chief cardiac surgeon came down and asked me what happened, because there is something here. There's an enlarged heart in this scan, in this, in this CT scan, and we can't find anything. You were either misdiagnosed, which we know didn't happen. What happened? And it was just with him, with him, I shared in confidence. I said, I don't know. I don't know. I think I died, but I was in the forest alone on the ground and I wake up and everything's different. I felt I got younger looking and I felt 
better. And it was just like Dr. Art saying, you're the boss, each and every one of you, your unique intuitive essence, the essence that speaks to you inside. It's a quiet voice. That's the boss. And it knows what's right for you. Yeah, so I didn't share. I didn't share because I still, we, we just got my son back a year ago. So I didn't, I didn't feel safe sharing any of this until, you know, I passed all the tests. <laughs> so he's here and he's amazing and he's thriving. And we're going to go, he's going to go pay respect to his big sister's grave next month. And his other big sister is getting married. So how old just, is he? How old is he's, he? He's 15 now. We raised him until he was eight. He was gone for four years. It took lots of attorneys to get him back. Um, but it took two years of work to get him back. And I just had to pass all these tests, which I did with flying colors. And um, yes, so I just, I just want to thank you. And I just want to help anybody. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to make decisions from that space and then look back and judge yourself on those decisions. Is this what you put into your book? Not all of it. The first chapter. Yeah, the first first chapter. But we're writing more books. We have a, a facilitator training that we have coaches and clinical psychologists come in and, and, we accredit them in this wholeness, this seeing themselves as a whole being, a biochemical electromagnetic plasma-like being. You see your clients and you hold space for them just that much more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's in the first chapter of the book and um, expanded experiences we're going to write because I went back. I, I went back and I visited, I visited my daughter and I, I'd never told anybody that I told my husband and my other daughter, but (laughs) I went back and visited her and it's not something that I can do easily. It just happened. I, it's almost like I slipped into it and I, I help people with business with, um, seeing a zoomed out picture And whatever this dream, this dream that speaks to them, that's their intuitive essence. That's their path. The answer is there. And so I help them see it within themselves. Just hold up a mirror so they can see all that they are. So you said you went back to see the daughter that passed. Do you mean that you fell into that same place that you had fallen in the forest? Yeah. So I started meditating and I was, to be honest with you, I, I was, I had no idea what meditating was. I had no idea about any of this, any of this. So I started meditating and I thought, if I meditate, I'm going to fall into this hole and never come back. I mean, I I didn't understand. So I started meditating. I know it sounds funny, but I told BBS radio a couple years ago. I went through a portal. I went through a portal and I know it has to do with an expanded vibration. I know it has to do with the frequency that the the more, the higher the waves, the higher the frequency, the more expanded of bandwidth. It's it's all here. Everything is right here. Mm -hmm. But the more we zoom out and expand, the more we see. Mm it's just like radio stations. And so, yeah, I, I went through a portal, the more busier mind, like getting my son back, going through the hoops, the legalities, the put, putting, getting the business together, writing the book, my, my bandwidth is, is a little less zoomed out. So I haven't done that for a couple of years, but before when I was fancy free and I, I did it quite a bit. <laughs> wow. It's, yeah. Hmm. what an amazing life oh my goodness that's an incredible story and um experience and um so you now are 
if I understand correctly, you're training people, professionals in different, uh, whether it's psychologists, coaches, et cetera, to, um, to experience this, this oneness and the, the, the raise the vibration. You know, um, we are Dr. Art and I and, and our colleague Carrie. Uh, Saul's, we are uh, developing a healing center and all of our treatments are new technologies that deal with frequency, sound healing, uh, light healing. And so um, we're very much on the same wavelength as you in terms of what we believe and know. Um, And I think the next step in human evolution absolutely is for people to to know that oneness to to live from that oneness and um yeah it's pretty profound so a really good friend that uh went through uh, he's an energetic seer in ashland oregon um and he said that um often when people go through severe trauma uh, physical or emotional, um, if they if they come through it, okay, there's a certain percentage of them that will experience having the having the shield ripped away that blocks us from seeing all the things you're describing, and yeah. all of a sudden you can you can see it, and they have to, as you mentioned, they have to be careful. Because if they went around saying what they saw, they probably wind up in the institution. They have to look to keep their mouth shut and just say, okay, I experienced it. Probably not many other people do. And so I'm leading kind of a dual life. I'm in this physical reality, but I'm also in this energetic reality. And, and I have to sort of help make sense of that. So he's a coach and an advisor and, and uh, sees, sees clients and uh, helps them with things that he can see the energy that they're experiencing and advise them about uh, things that they might consider doing or, or might consider not doing as a result of what he can yeah. see. And um, he just has a fabulous center out in Ashland, Oregon, and oh, wow. where he works with, he and his wife both are, are energetic seers and they, they work with people. It sounds so similar to what you went through. That's just interesting a parallel, I think that the people are are beginning to maybe even open up. May have been a lot of people experiencing this, but they were afraid to say anything. Now yeah. they're, they're, it's more legitimate. It's more uh, appropriate to let people know. I didn't, you know, I've been to this other place of experience, and I can describe it to you. Um, yeah. I think the the fellow who uh, was a brain surgeon who died for eight or 10 days, I guess, and then came back and then wrote a book about that and mm-hmm. the beautiful things that he saw and the places that he was taken by a guide and, and uh, just, and he was a brain surgeon and he looked at his own records and he said, I was clinically dead and I came back. And if anybody had presented this information to me before I experienced it, I would have told them they're crazy. Yeah. Something was wrong with the equipment. They weren't really dead, but he said, I, I really was. I was gone. I was gone. And they were just getting ready to pull the plug. And when he all of a sudden he popped back into his body and, and came wow. back again. And uh just we we have some amazing experiences that can be shared with people like you're doing. And thank you so much for being courageous enough to come out and tell people about something that they probably may never experience themselves, but can take comfort knowing that it's, it's there. That other yeah. place is there waiting, you know, for them to, to move to. Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, you talk about, um, you were talking about the polarity and, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. one of the things that, that you probably talk about in your book and you probably teach in your training is how can people be more resilient and feel better with what they're going through? Because it's, it's okay to say, 
everything is one and, you know, it's all love and it's just, it's just, you're a human being that's having abuse and you're a human being that's addicted and you're a human being that just got fired and you don't know where you're going to live. And, you know, that's all well and good, but how, you know, they're, they're probably looking up at the sky and saying, F you God, you know, Absolutely. Yes. So we, what we do is we just kind of take them and kind of guide them. We're just tour guides. We guide them back to understanding and contemplate, you know, let's, let's take a look at our pet, our beloved pet. Are there times of the year when the pet sheds there's cycles, there's movement, there's polarities. And we, as perceptions, beings that perceive the world via our which I called an earth rover, uh, via these, these beings, we can only perceive what we see, how we feel. We perceive life with all of our senses. And sometimes we're not feeling very well. And we're going to see life from that perspective. We, I, in the book, I draw a wave. We draw a wave and I call it like the expansion and contraction. It's natural just like waves of the ocean, like a sailor would navigate the highs and lows and ebbs of of the waves. But we, I feared life. I didn't like feeling horrible. I didn't, I didn't like making decisions from that place of fear, making decisions from that place of doubt, worry. That's not a very fun place to be, but, but what we, try to do in the book is zoom out, zoom out and see that we're nature having a human experience. And that's important. Having a human experience. We're consciousness, humaning, we're love with the gift of this human experience. And with it comes grittiness, seeming grittiness, seeming ebbs and flows. And so it's a, it's, it's this six month long daily embodiment with contemplations and, and metaphors and descriptions and scientific backing. And, and, and so I, I can't explain it all here, but the first month, the result is so beautiful. We've got these people kind of settling into their humanness navigating it differently just like we would navigate a rainstorm with an umbrella we don't fear it and stay inside we know what to do we nurture ourselves we take care of ourselves we understand that life at times can be pretty gritty but I have to be honest with you it was that grittiness that birthed this smooth was the greediness that opened this doorway to this new way of seeing mm-hmm. yeah I, I think almost every person author speaker um, that I have learned about who has had a near-death experience um or who is incredibly open and just connects mat, mat, you know, automatically to this expanded consciousness has come from either severe abuse or some kind of really, really painful, horrible life experience. And it's, it's really kind of interesting and strange in a way, uh, but but it just seems to be very common you know i can't speak to you said there's a a brain surgeon that died and came back so not every one of them has had a horrible life um but i've i've just you know your story uh is is not so far off of others that i've that i've learned about and uh, that's a fascinating phenomenon to me. I'm not sure I understand the reason for it. It's really hard 
and I guess I'm speaking for people in the audience who, who, again, I always go back to what are our listeners thinking? What are they feeling? And what can we give them that is practical? Because it's really difficult to make sense of child abuse and uh, illnesses, uh, the rise in cancer, the, the kinds of things going on in our world. The, the the inhumanity to man and woman. Right. Right. And so I, I just, I get the zooming out. I get everything you're saying just because of my own perspective and, and um, some of what Dr. Art and I teach and, and do in our own lives. But I, I would love for something practical, something simple right. that the audience can hear. Mm, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I remember everything that's happening is happening right now. I call it this forever present ground zero right now. You take that with you. And I had to at one time put little blinders on because my life was seeming so chaotic with, you know, the accident and Seth and okay, this is what's happening in my right now. And collectively doing that, it, it, I didn't live in the future right now. I didn't live in the past right now. If I take care of myself, if I stay within this present moment, my forever present ground zero, and love myself, I will have more love to give other people. I will have more energy to share with other people. That's the best thing that I can do for other people is be in my own present moment, my forever present ground zero. Because when I expend myself and begin to worry about John Smith down the road or Sally Smith down the road, I'm not taking care of myself, but I can take care of myself and help them in whatever way I can. Does that make sense? Yeah. So your um, particular kind of meditation sounds like uh, taming the conscious mind that wants to time travel to the past and the future and back and forth and back and forth to say, no, come sit with me here in this beautiful, sacred, mm-hmm. present moment. And that mm-hmm. takes an enormous amount of concentration, of focus to do that because our conscious mind just really doesn't like to, to, to be there. And yeah. uh, the unconscious is there, you know, saying, look, I'm beating your heart. I'm breathing for you. I'm running all these systems. I'm in touch with your 50 trillion cells. Come sit with me for a minute and let's enjoy now, the now, the nowness of it and not go running off in, in one direction or another, because those are usually loaded with negative emotions and they'd love to hitch a ride back to the present. You know, if you go back and, and re-experience some, maybe you lost a, a pet, you know, and you felt bad about it. And you go back and remember that, and you go back to the day the pet died, and you get all these creepy negative emotions, and you come back to the present and bring them with you, then you yeah. just messed up the present, you know, with something that is gone. It's got, you know, it's already happened. It's over with. So yeah. it sounds like that that idea of really focusing on the immediate right nowness of your life. You can't do anything yesterday. Can't do anything tomorrow. You can only do something right this minute or this minute or this minute or this minute. That's all we ever have. And we, we really sort of seem to negate the value of that somehow. We don't appreciate the present, you know, and, and that's, that's where we ought to be living most of the time. Now, you mentioned something about an inner guru. Is that something that you could pass on to, to our listeners? To put, does everybody have one? And how do we Absolutely. get in touch? <laughs> how do we get in touch with that? <laughs> uh, you are your own best guru. I only know what's right for me hmm. because we are these unique perspectives. Mm-hmm. Only you know what's right for you. And there is this voice, this inner voice, this, and, and he seems to get a little bit louder when you kind of let yesterday go and, and kind of sit within your 
forever present ground zero. You sit here, you kind of hear the voice a little bit more. And, and that is something that's inside of everybody. I call it their own unique intuitive essence. It is source. It is source reaching up, I can draw these fingers, reaching up and having, having a, an, a perspective, a uh, perceptual experience, but you're always connected to source. You're entangled to source and only you, only you know what's right for you. Hmm. Paul describes uh, what we can see as we have a, a single big screen in our minds. And when we open our eyes, when we wake up in the morning, we project the physical reality onto that screen. That's what we're aware of. He said, what you don't realize is there is another projector, but the light is not near as strong. It's dim. It's, it's shining its picture up on the same screen, but it's blotted out. Well, when you meditate, you can dampen down the present reality that you're experiencing, and you can see what's on this other projector that's been there the whole time, but it was just blotted out because the the uh, the ANSI lumens of the of the bulb are not as strong as the other one, and so it, it can't compete unless we learn to turn this one down and let that Im- the imagery of that other one start to appear to us. Sounds like you're talking sort of like that, maybe on an auditory. Yeah, level, I, I love visual. that. Yeah, all my weird descriptions, but <laughs> I didn't well, it's know. Hard. When it, when you're having a new experience and you don't have words for it, you know, you have to make them up. <laughs> yeah, make up, make up the metaphors. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I love yeah. that. That's like the soft voice, the, the gentle, soft voice that's right. always right. there. Oh, lives in this silence of the present moment. And, and, you know, I always say we're, you know, we're biochemical, electromagnetic, plasma-like beings. We can have an insight and that's happening in the no time, no space, no matter. But the, the cultivating that we, that I recommend we do cultivating ourselves back to ourselves, back to that resting in the present moment. That's, that's, that's behavior. That's in time and space. That's going to take a little bit. So we Mm. need faith, time, patience, because it's, we need time because it's happening in time. Mm -hmm. And we need to practice. Practice. Yeah. 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 And um, you you came out of homelessness through using the law of attraction. And so maybe you can speak a little bit about that because I think it will inspire people. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't call it the law of attraction. It's actually utilizing the law of vibration Mm. and that, and polarities and that Mm. everything is present. Everything is present in the right here, right now. And so if you, if I look, okay, so I'm living in my car and I have an absence of a home. That's what I see right here. This is, this is, this right here is polarities. If you take the right side away, the left side will disappear. You take the top away, the bottom will disappear. You need the dynamics of opposites to have experience. We take that into our, our more localized experience. I was homeless which meant there was a way out of homelessness. Mm. I, I wanted to work with horses. There was an absence of that in my experience, which meant there was a presence of it. It, it shows up. If we zoom out, we have eyes to see. It shows up, not how we think it should show up. And this is where time and patience and faith also plays a role because we have an idea of what we want. I wanted to work at a horse ranch and work with horses, but it showed up a few weeks later as a sous chef on a horse ranch. So I went for it. I went for it and I got the job. So I got to work with horses every single day. And it didn't happen overnight. It takes I like to say the power of the heart, the heart and the brain in cooperation, you, you, you commune with that 
inner guru or what Dr. Art was saying, that voice, you commune with that, that source, that is the source inside of you. And it tells you, I want to work with horses. But then you've got your internal commentary that we all have. Well, you can't work with horses. Well, yes, I can. So this is just, this is the type of conversation that went on. And so just, just being open to utilizing my physicalness, my biochemical, understanding that everything is present in the right here, right now, nothing can be destroyed nor created. We can rearrange our physical reality with the power of the heart and brain and vibration. We can rearrange, we can bring into our circumstance, a matching circumstance that our intuitive essence wants to create through us. Hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Is that the all that you are-ness that you you speak of that term, all that you are-ness, is that what it is, is bringing all that to you? It's everything. Yes. Yes, Dr. Art, because we are source having a human experience we are love with the gift of experience and i'm and i've heard it described as who you really are but that leaves who you're not Mm -hmm. we're all of this Mm -hmm. we're Mm -hmm. all of this we are these beautiful biochemical electromagnetic plasma like beings that at times can experience an ebb and flow a contraction expansion we're kind of out on the front lines. Wow. Amazing. Um, yeah. I, I think, um, I think that this is becoming more and more the way that, that people will be thinking as the, I've watched the progression of awakening of people because I was, you know, part of the whole movement of spirituality, uh, law of attraction. I remember some of the early books on it. Um, and it started out being something that people used to grow business. And, um, and then it was, uh, you know, uh, different gurus came on and started teaching classes in it. And, um, but now what I see is a full for those who will embrace it and follow people like you um not as they're not as the person that's going to tell them what to do but as someone who has that expanded view so that they can grow spiritually grow into that capability themselves and and really take it to the next level it's it's more than just i want to manifest more money more cars more this more that it's so much more and um in in the process of of trying to understand it if you're open to the love and the the expanded view you start to really experience life in a whole nother way just really really whole nother way so I don't know if I'm making sense, but um... that's beautiful. I I can't say enough about pointing people back to themselves. I don't know what's right for you. I don't. Only you know that. You've got this beautiful, what Dr. Art said, beautiful inner voice um, inside of you that wants to be heard, wants mm-hmm. to blossom. And, and yeah, so just yeah. I hold a mirror up. So they can see their own amazingness. So tell us about your free gift because we're almost out of time and I want people to know how they can get a hold of you. uh, Tell them about your book. In fact, uh, Thomas, if you would put up a picture of her book so that people can see and it's uh, available on (laughs) that one, that one. Yes. Holality. Well, holality is a name we made up. (laughs) It's like, non-duality meets the nature of perceptual experience meets what they describe as law of attraction meets the metaphysical and it's all in there because we're all whole 
we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're these beautiful layered beings that, that kind of only see and feel a part of ourselves. And, and we want to point people back to their wholeness, their amazing wholeness. And the free gift is kind of, um, it's great. It's four hours and it's the, we call it the end of self-judgment. I think you guys have a link. I don't know if I actually, no, uh, I didn't, I didn't see a link in the information you sent. Um, maybe after this, I, it's in the email. Um, I can certainly give it to anybody who wants the free gift. I can, they can email us. Yeah. So we begin to talk about the nature of perceptual experience in the wholeness, in the, in the ebbs and flows, the, the expansion and the contraction. So it's really helpful. It's really, really helpful. And it's, do you have the link? I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, Thomas said uh, he can put it on the screen if you give. Yeah, it's in an email that I send. Hold on. Um, okay. Okay. So oh, should I oh, re- he's, he's going to add it to the show description page. Ah, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so. That's great. Um, and, and so um, we'll also, when we give our email, people can uh, let us know they want your free gift and we'll get them the link. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So what's coming up? What, what is, a, it's a book of being free of self-judgment and what else? Anything else? I, wor- I work with trauma a lot of trauma people, I, I have trauma Fridays and um, I work with groups of people and I'm writing a book on trauma and a book on business u- utilizing the nature of creation. So I'm so excited about that. And we run this amazing facilitator training, this facilitator coach training, and it's a, it's a six month course and the business module is incorporated into that mm-hmm. being a, having a business, you know, um, history and marketing history, I want to be able to help people find that greatness within themselves, see that within themselves, see that within their clients, but know how to market themselves as well. Mm-hmm. Websites um, and all of these little marketing techniques, mm-hmm. you know, we, that's what we do. And it's, it's a very whole training. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I'm afraid we're out of time. And so we want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your beauty and your, your amazing story. And um, just thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being so open and everything you do. You guys are amazing. Oh, you know, thank you. You made it easy for me because Julianne is the name of my first girlfriend from uh, from uh, Aiken, South Carolina. So uh, that name oh. rings a nice bell for me. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Oh. Well, next week, I just want to let our viewers know we're going to have an interesting show. Um, there's something going on these days called Sudden Adult Death Syndrome. and um, what you need to know uh, how to possibly prevent it. And uh, it's, it's pretty uh, pervasive going on. Um, So we want to cover that and uh, we'll have some interesting information. We don't have a guest next week, but it'll be at least myself and Dr. Art. And uh, Thomas, if you'd put up our email and contact information, so if you need to get a hold of us and if you'd like Dr. Art's tip, if you'd like the link to Julianne's free gift, you can email us at contactnrshow at gmail.com. If you're listening and not viewing the screen, it's contact, the word contact, N is in Nancy, R is in Rachel, show uh, at gmail.com. And if you'd like a hypnosis with Dr. Art, uh, he asks that you text him because he gets a lot of spam calls. And so when you text him, he knows that you're serious and he can set up an appointment. His number is 941-685-9622. And if you're interested in coaching with me, I uh, can give you a consultation if you email me at info, I-N-F-O, 
at drchriswinsey.com. And with that, I guess we have to say good night. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you again for being our guest. It's just been wonderful being in your presence. Yes, absolutely. So much, you guys. Good night to our audience. Thanks for joining us. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider being a supporter. You can find that on our show page. Tune in every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash new reality show for announcements of upcoming topics and exciting guest interviews. Bye for now.